Welcome to Book Pile Banter. This is Amberly with Sarah and Kim. And today we are going to discuss our Rapid Reads Krampus, the Yule Lord, which to clarify, we vetoed continuing with a clear midnight, midnight because clear. A, midnight a midnight clear. clear. A midnight clear because of those first two short stories. So instead, we are reading this book, again, Krampus the Yule Lord. And what we're doing is we're actually going to be splitting in this into two parts. We are going to be, we've read the first half and we're going to discuss that this time. And then we will finish up the book next time. So Krampus is by Brom and was published in October 2015 by Harper Voyager. Brom, aka Gerald Brom, Per his own words, is an army brat who grew up all over the world before becoming a commercial illustrator in fantasy art. After making a name for himself, he focused on being an author of award-willing illustrate. He focused on being an author of award-winning illustrated horror novels. <laughs> the plot is in the Appalachia, 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 Appalachia. Mountain or Appalachian? Isn't it Appalachian? Appalachian. Appalachia. Thank you. Appalachia, because it doesn't have the N for what I wrote because I copied it from the way it was described. Uh. Appalachia. uh, Krampus has been trapped for 500 years. But one Christmas Eve, failed songwriter Jesse finds himself in between a war with Saint Nick and Krampus. However, Saint Nick is not so saintly, and Krampus needs to set his own wrongs right. I don't know why, but I had some massive panics going on with saying that. <laughs> so there are disputes on how to properly say Appalachian. So okay, so there, there's. But I was having I issues before that. Right but yeah. Long way. If anybody in the region wants to tell us how it's said regionally, they can. They can certainly give us a, a hint. But I've always been told Appalachian. Well, and I'll be honest, it is one of those words where I look at it, and because there are so many like. I think it's vowels they, i was gonna say i think they call them vowels i know but i was like i suddenly couldn't picture the word in my brain it's one of those words that when i start to form it in my brain it becomes kind of like mushy repetitive and then i can't like figure out where i am in the word and it just like becomes a mess okay. you're using a lot of hands so i i know because <laughs> i don't know how to explain it it's kind of like when i have to spell banana and then my brain kind of glitches and I really just want to go nana, 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 as I'm spelling it. But like, I mean, if you do, if you put a B in front of that and just keep going, there is a banana in there somewhere. There is. I know. But my brain does that when, when it's a lot of repetition of the same letters, they just like, they keep going. Like my brain wants to form a pattern. And if I can't, if I haven't, if I haven't set the pattern beforehand, then I panic if I have to say them or write them because the pattern just like suddenly becomes this weird nonsensical thing. I... <laughs> it's a anyway. thing. Yep. Okay. So was this a better pick than continuing with Midnight Clear, Sarah? My God, the bar is so low for that. It's like subterranean. Um, so yeah, you could just, yes. Technically, yes. <laughs> yes, this was a better book than a Midnight Clear. Did you not like it? Are you not liking it? <sighs> I mean, it's fine. I was able to read through the half of it without being like, oh my God, 
I have to read one more word of this. I'm going to die. Um, like I didn't get that feeling, but it's just, I, these books that want to use like Santa Claus, the elves, whatever, they take themselves way too seriously. I mean, like if they just played into the humor part of it, because that's all it can really be is humorous, like, I'm sorry, I cannot take this badass Santa seriously. And I know there's other things too, like Klaus, that graphic novel, I think that, um, or Claus. What are you don't, pointing don't, at? Don't, don't bash on my Claus. No, I was going to say like, <laughs> you know, there's that one. I would feel like that one works a little bit better because it's graphic novel. Okay. I have to speak. <laughs> because my God, I love, love, love the image. And all I can picture is this really buff dude in this red suit running through West Virginia with a big ass sword in his hand and he's just chasing people you mean like that <laughs> i you would have to ask your dad i just kept giggling i'm like i just keep seeing this santa with, with this sword and he's just that's running funny. just running that's, that's, that's all he's doing i mean that is literally how he drew him yeah oh my god <laughs> but no i i absolutely i i love this so, book i think it is awesome so i i want to clarify like shit <laughs> i accept badass santa clauses because rise of the guardians did such a good job of introducing like like a badass santa that i was like oh i wish more media would do santas like this and then i found claws and i love claws but I feel like that also works better with that kind of media, like TV and graphic novels. It, it's easier to accept. I don't know when I'm reading a book that is trying really hard to take itself seriously, and it has a Santa with a sword running through West Virginia. Like it's it. just like, what the fuck? Why don't you play into the like inherent comedy of that rather than being like this is a serious book okay, about Norse mythology like, for some reason, also mixed with Santa. But like, can we can we admit that if anywhere in the United States was going to have some man randomly running around with a sword dressed as Santa, it would be the South. Florida. West Virginia is not the South. <laughs> it would be in fucking Florida. There's probably one right there now. Yeah, I'm sure there is probably one multiple. now. But it, West Virginia is not the South. It, 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 in oh, defense well, of all West Virginians, it's not the South. Well, it's okay, well, but, but, but like, that is that area that I was like, I could believe this mostly because the mountains there are insane and like there are all kinds of conversations about how when you walk in the Appalachian Mountains you don't actually like don't look at you like you can look at the trees but don't look into the trees because then you're never coming back out of the mountains because like it's just it's a weird enough place like it's the place that I would believe that there is some guy dressed as Santa whether Santa or not running around with a sword just Okay, so I like this play on the Norse mythology because this is actually Baldur's story. He not becoming Santa Claus. I'm like, pretty yeah. sure Santa and Baldur are not normally connected to each other. No, not uh, normally no. connected to each other. But Baldur being killed by the gods, 
being tricked by Loki, um, being killed by mistletoe, all of that is is the mythology of, of Balder. Go ahead. Yes, Sarah. Unrelated to what Kim just said, what are you drinking, Amberly? And is there <laughs> stuff at the bottom of that red drink? I knew that was going to come up yes, before okay. this night Are those cherries? Yes, it's Shirley Temple. Oh. <laughs> cherries. Okay, it looked we, like they were ping we, pong balls or something sunken at the bottom. And I was like, what? No, no, no. It's this Shirley Temple. When we do our game night, I will make sure we have the makings for Shirley Temples if you like them. I've never had one before. It's bright granite, uh, grenadine, grenadine and cherries. cherries. Yeah. It's delicious. You, how have you gone your entire life and never had a Shirley Temple? I mean, I almost had one the last time you were at your house. I was at your house because your dad was like, I'm making a Shirley Temple. But then I just got cherries instead, which I was fine with. Um, I'm going to make you a Shirley Temple because you are in your 30s and never have had a Shirley Temple. Excuse you. You don't know how old I am. You were the same. <laughs> well, age. you know, you do, but <laughs> the others here discuss- preferably would not. But uh, no, we now. discussed our ages before. Maybe you not have. our specific age. You have. I have not. I have mentioned your age before. Yeah, because either- in reference to your age, usually, or lumping me in with you because we are nearly the same age. Yeah, you're like just half slightly older. Fuck off. Yes, Kim. <laughs> what did you do to my dog? His face is all dirty. It's raining outside. Is that what it is? Yes. Yes, Sarah. I will introduce you to Shirley Temples because, like, live a life. (laughs) Living a life is Shirley Temples. Jesus. Anyway, back to the book. We are chaotic energy today. Um, I don't know. Like, okay, so Kim. Is this the book you wanted? This is the book you wanted. This this, this isn't the book I... No. This isn't the book I wanted, but I got the book I needed. So it's it's working for me. Okay. Certainly better than the last one. (laughs) I think it was horrible. Um, Are we talking about the last Christmas choice? No, no. uh, Or... In Midnight Clear. Okay, that's what I was. That's yeah. why I said the last Christmas choice. That's why I was yes, making that sure one. that it was the last rapid read choice. Because actually, I think Merry Little Meet Cute comes out after. But so this is the book you need it. Yeah, and I, and I am I am tickled pink with it. So good. I I'm glad to hear that because you were the goal for this one. Yeah, Sarah liking it would be a happy happenstance and was not guaranteed. Um, and it didn't happen. And it didn't happen. I liked it. It did take me um, a little while to get into this first half, uh, mostly because of like lots of life stressors. And, but I got to point, I got to, because we talked about page 194. For anyone who's going, okay, what was your stopping point? We stopped page 194. And by the time I got to that page, I was like, oh, now I got to wait. I can't like keep reading it because I'll accidentally say something that'll reveal that I read further than I was supposed to. So... I so I had I had an hour and a half left on my flight in this morning, and that's when I finished chapter ten before we headed. And I was just going to keep reading it, and then I went, nope, 
nope, nope. And then I didn't have anything to do for the rest. And that's how I ended up reading the wrong book today. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, I too wanted to keep reading. I loved how brutal it is. It, you know, oh, it, it isn't, it the- isn't just talk about the torture. We're going to tell you what torture was done. And, and that's why I'm surprised Sarah that you're like, because I thought you would have liked like the body horror in this. I don't particularly like torture. Okay. That's not your kind of body horror. No. Okay. No, no. Okay. Like the hell followed with us. That was pretty good body horror. It was just like, I know. That's why I was like, I thought maybe this body horror would work for you, but I but guess not. I do not like graphic descriptions of torture. Although in the same vein, when authors just say a character is tortured and then don't go into details. And then like, they try to pretend the character's all dark now because they've been tortured. I'm like, like, I don't believe it. So I guess there's no happy medium there. But what about um, them becoming the belt? What is it? Bell, bell, bell snickle. Yeah. What about them bell becoming snickle. the bell snickles? Um, Cause that's, that's changing them. And, and, I know they haven't really gotten into it. It's just like, oh, I'm getting mottled black colored skin and my eyes are glowing. Maybe not glowing yet. Um, It was not enough for you. you, Did yours have the images in it? Yeah, I got the same copy that you got probably. Okay. I have the digital copy. Mine has has images in the middle. Well, it has, Um, mine has ones in the middle. Yeah, that one. And then Mm -hmm. it has the, the images at the beginning of each chapter. Um, so like chapter 10 in the bones it's got that image oh yeah sorry i completely forgot about those but uh yeah mine has that too which i actually it took me a while to realize that that was like integral to the story um but once i realized that there was something to those images then i was quite you know fascinated with them uh because they make reference to who that chapter is going to be about uh, so I liked that kind of pairing of the visual with who we're, we're discussing, who our primary focus is with the chapter, which actually towards the middle made it easier for me to anticipate where their focus of the chapter was going, since we do get a lot of different character perspectives going on and it isn't sticking exclusively to one character. Um, so I guess, what did you guys think of Jesse? God, could you make dumber <laughs> decisions like... What a fucking idiot. Surprised he made it as long as he did. Not that I, I want think to he's die, I think I, he's just a fucking idiot. I think he's just stupid. Yeah. yeah. And and straight up. He, he he's meant to be stupid. He's written to be stupid and he acts stupid. He makes a lot of stupid decisions. And it's sheer luck. Sheer luck when things go his way. And it doesn't go his way very often. Yeah. So I I I I agree. I think he was, I think he's meant to come off as very stupid. He is, is meant to be almost like this kind of like deadbeat, makes bad decisions, but is like a product of his circumstances. Like the implication is kind of like, you know, he got pregnant, his, you know, his girlfriend's wife got pregnant young. Wife. Yeah, well, well, I don't well, know if she got now. pregnant. Well, yeah, that's why I was, or ex-wife now. But that's why I was yeah. like, girlfriend, wife, I couldn't remember if they had gotten pregnant. They're not actually, they're still not, divor- they're not divorced yet. So it's still I, his wife. Okay. Um, and so I thought it was interesting how he was possibly a representation of like 
like lower income America and the struggles that they face. And particularly with this, it's very much, he gets kind of shoved into these horrible situations and is trying to survive them and not actually use them to his advantage. Um, and I think it kind of, you know, can be relatable to anyone who's just trying to survive a situation and failing to like push themselves Rise forward it. in it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what'd you guys think of Krampus then? We love Krampus. <laughs> <laughs> and not just because I have a giant Krampus on my bed. Um, Krampus is going to join the, the discussion. Um, For no, those wondering, I, I made Kim a giant crocheted Krampus last year. She loves Krampus. Um, I love the way he's written. I love the fact that he keeps doing good things in horrible ways. Um, <laughs> and for his own benefit. And um, got cat hair in my mouth. Um, uh, he, I love. I just, <laughs> I just love him. I don't even know what to say. He's awesome. So I, I want him I to love- win. I want him to kill Santa Claus <laughs> desperately. What I love is, I think this author understood the original purpose of Krampus at least as we know it today which is for anyone who doesn't know Krampus is a a particularly German legend Uh, I think there's some other countries he shows up in but specifically in Germany um, when Krampus was used it would happen that a man dressed as Saint Nicholas Santa but usually Saint Nicholas and a person dressed up as Krampus would enter into the house and it was Krampus's job when you entered into the house with children, the children would sit on the other side of the table and Santa would say, have you been good this year? St. Nicholas would say, have you been good this year? And the child, obviously nervous because, you know, St. Nicholas standing in front of you and Krampus would maybe hesitate or, you know, kind of stammer through their yes or their no, depending on how they'd answer. And then Krampus is supposed to like, lure, like jump at the child and like threaten to like stuff him and the child into his bag and scare the child um so that then saint nicholas says no stop krampus he's good and at that time krampus has to then leave the house and saint nicholas gives um the child a gift and so the idea is that you're carrying your child into being good for the next year so krampus doesn't show up and take you away and so that's what i liked about this krampus is that sense of he's bad and he's evil and like he doesn't do great things but like everything that he's doing that's not great has this intent to possibly be good so i feel like that essence was captured really well um yeah <laughs> i don't know if either of you knew how i well I, I assume kim knows how krampus works i didn't know if sarah knew any thing about krampus i'm familiar with krampus <laughs> you look like you're checked out of the conversation <laughs> I'm really engaged here. Don't don't worry. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. As we can see the screen changing colors, changing on, your colors face on your face. As you're doing other things. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> don't have a response to that one. <laughs> so what do you think of Krampus, Sarah? He is a character in the book. <laughs> okay. You know, okay, so. I will say that mm, enjoy is probably a strong word, but I was 
interested in it up until the point where it really was like, oh, this is actually a book about Norse mythology. Because I just didn't, I don't think that there's any connection between Krampus normally and Norse mythology or Santa Claus for that matter. Although there's probably some Saint Nick thing in I don't think it's so much a connection to Norse mythology as it is a discussion on Christianity superseding over pagan religions and he's just using Norse mythology to do that okay so and I think keeping in mind that obviously this is someone's you know iteration there are some historians who believe that Odin is actually considered one of the original Santa Clauses um, that he was for Vikings considered the father of Christmas because he is the father of all and that some of the original depictions of Santa Claus did incorporate elements of Odin into it um, until obviously Christianity changed it. Um, as for Krampus, so Yes, it is actually per Britannica.com, which is a reliable encyclopedia. Krampus was thought to have been part of pagan rituals from winter solstices. According to legend, he is the son of hell, the Norse god of the underworld. With the spread of Christianity, Krampus became associated with Christmas, despite efforts by the Catholic Church to ban him. So yeah, so, there is a direct strong connection. Well, not connection direct. There. Strong connection. Yeah. Better word. So, yes, the Norse mythology does actually play into it, which I, I thought that was the case, but I couldn't remember. Um, and it's kind of been muddled up a little bit because most people do know Krampus more from Germanic influence. And typically we don't associate Norse mythology with Germanic areas, although there actually is some. It, it did traverse there a little bit. Because I think I think that's what they. And he's considered to be the son of hell, which means he is the grandson of Loki. Yeah. Because in mm -hmm. actual Norse mythology, hell is yeah. um, Loki's daughter. Okay. With and, a giantess. And I, I did just correctly. double check. Northern Germanic people did follow old Norse mythology. So. It, it, it is. That's where the Germanic influence of Krampus comes in. But he is from then, Norse and like mythology. I said earlier, the mistletoe thing is valid. And, and since mistletoe is such a big part of Christmas, I don't I don't want to say Christmas. I'll say Yuletide. Yuletide. Yule mythology I mean, I also. I didn't even think about mistletoe and Christmas. I mean, yeah. I didn't know about the mistletoe and Baldur thing. Um, yeah. Yeah. But... I just completely forgot that it's something that comes up during Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, I mean, I'm glad to know that now. It makes more sense throwing those yeah. things together because it really did just feel random to me when I was reading it before. Which is totally fair. Uh, if, you, if you're not deep diving into it, it, it may feel like, oh, no one ever talks about this when they talk about Norris gods. Why are we suddenly throwing Krampus in with Baldur? Well, I also like the fact on this because it's it's like, 
it, the author is tying it into current times because Krampus is becoming such a thing, particularly in Europe. They're now doing the Krampus parades again. And, and, um, and so it's, it's like, and, and more people are practicing paganism and, and uh, Norse, what word am I trying to say? Um, Norse paganism will say, but because it that's happening now, the, this author is kind of doing a little play on, it's because Krampus has escaped and now him and, and Santa Claus Boulder are in a battle. Yeah, St. Nicholas are in a battle to see who's going to win out in the end. Well, and, and I liked, I did, because it came up in this part so far, obviously, because I haven't read further ahead. I liked the fact that he talks about when him and Balder, when he, when Balder has the cross on the mantle and Balder says, well, I'm keeping up with the times, basically. If you don't keep up with the times, you're going to be forgotten. You're going to be lost. Um, and so that was such a great, well, what, Sarah? I just, no, I'm sorry. This is not related to what you're okay. talking about. So if okay. I say it. What's... No, what is it? We're Go ahead. Now. Just... I was on Goodreads and I saw that Kim had updated her rating. I did. Of the I did. <laughs> I did. I'm so like, I oh, I can change all of these. I don't have to stick with my initial. I don't want to diss on this book reaction. Yeah, I changed it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but. Random. So, yeah, I, I liked the fact that we were almost looking at the resurgence of paganism mm -hmm. and the fact that the Christian communities commandeered pagan symbols in order to encourage those people. And it's like, why wouldn't the freaking gods of any religion then turn around and try to commandeer Christian concepts in order to survive? Like it, yeah. it, it made total sense to me. Full circle. So, anything else that confused you or kind of threw you off, Sarah? No. So, I will say the one thing that amazed me is I was at first when I was reading this, I was like, man, these mannerisms that they're speaking is kind of strange. But I recognized it. But then, yet yeah, today, uh, for those who don't know, when I watch the dogs, Angus really likes me to read out loud. And I was reading this out loud. And particularly, I happened to be reading a part where Jesse was talking to the general. And I accidentally started having a really awful Southern accent because I'm terrible at accents. But because I was talking the way they wrote in the book, the accent accidentally happened because this author had a clear under has a clear understanding of how dialects sound as they're being spoken so I was quite impressed that that does actually translate to how he writes them um I don't know if any of you guys noticed that no I didn't notice I oh, okay remember. I feel like we're torturing you Sarah by keeping you here no, <laughs> you've got like the you guys like glazed look on your face <laughs> I am here participating. <laughs> well, that's what happened to anyway. me as I was reading it to Angus. I accidentally kept falling into a southern accent. Um, 
because <laughs> I was reading the words as they were written. So I was quite impressed with the different voices. And even like Isabella has a very different voice to Jesse, um, which I quite liked for this. Speaking of Isabella, I love Isabella. Oh my God. I Who love Isabella, Isabella too. She's the um, girl. Or Isabel? Bell. Say the word again. Bell Snickle. Bell Snickle. Yeah. She's the, the girl. Isabel. Sorry. Isabel? Not Isabella. Isabel. Yeah. Okay. Isabel. The one that gets the panda hat. Yes. I love the panda hat. <laughs> yeah. Her, her I, name- I need to get a hard. That or it's not hardback. I need to get a hard copy of this one because the pictures aren't great in the digital. Oh yeah, no, they're gorgeous in this. Um, I adored Isabel. I I love the whole discussion about what it means to feel feminine, to be a woman, and you know, addressing the fact that that's been taken away from her in order for her to be a a bellsnickel. So I liked that. Ooh, he's got another book called The Lost Gods. He's got that. He's also got another one that's called Slewfoot. That looks really good. Um, He's got quite a few, actually. Kim is gone. The two of you are just gone. (laughs) No, I was looking at the books. Is there anything else you guys wanted to talk about? No, I think I I I covered what I like. So, what do you guys I, think about Diller? Just some villain dude, whatever. I like the ex-wife. I like the fact that she is trying for something better, mm-hmm. but realizes gets to the point where she realizes she might have made the wrong choice. But she doesn't. If she she if stands she and up for Abigail herself. Die, I will be mad. Oh, I couldn't believe when he actually had her yank that girl back by her hair. <sighs> I had a vis like a physical reaction to that, even though like obviously there was no one here for me to like lash out, but I wanted to. I was like total protective mode triggered on that. <laughs> I'm surprised like- you're not telling stories about how I used to guide you by your hair. Oh no. <laughs> no. I figured that's Tol- what you were gonna go with. No, totally different. There's a difference between you using my hair as a leash and someone <laughs> gripping your hair and as pulling you're running you back. Yeah. yeah. Mm. No, two totally different things. But see, this is the level of intensity I like when I like writers going into this stuff. If if you're gonna imply that somebody's gonna be vile and be vile to the point where he's actually gonna um physically manhandle a child then make him that vile and and he's definitely making him that vile he's making them that vile but what i like is the fact that dillard himself did not view himself as that vile until it happened in the moment Mm -hmm. even though he'd already killed his first wife yeah but like there was this weird implication that dillard believed that there was a difference between harming a child and killing his ex-wife and like yep killing his ex-wife is acceptable because she pissed him off but functioning under this total belief that he was kind of protecting abigail yeah and then like when the moment actually finally came for him to be protective of abigail he actually hurt her more than anybody else in the room yep and I was like, oh, that is an excellent, oh, excellent, excellent, 
She's not been drinking a lot. She's been drinking those Shirley Temples is what she's been doing. I had one. It's not a dirty Shirley. (laughs) No, it's not a dirty Shirley. No, I just can't talk. Um, It was excellent escalation. (laughs) (laughs) That was awesome. can't make it two words in a row (laughs) (laughs) oh okay it was excellent (laughs) escalation (laughs) escalation What are you talking about? Escalation. One. Yeah. Escalation. It starts with an E. S. Acceleration. I was mixing it up with acceleration. I meant escalation. Escalation. But my brain kept wanting me to say acceleration. Wow. I just fucked it up. My brain was showing me acceleration. My mouth was saying that's not what we want. But like, that's what you're telling us. Anyways, it did a great job of building that character to that point. Yep. Um because up until the very moment, I believe there was a possibility he was gonna be that good. But when it happened, I was like, Oh, I never yeah, thought he was he gonna wasn't. be that good. I, I thought he had a lot and I you thought yeah. Dillard was gonna be good. Not, not not good. Not good in like a truly good like sense, but like that that was his like line in the sand. Um, like I thought maybe he did actually care enough about Abigail. Oh, he just pulled he her hair, acting like he killed her. He yanked her back by her hair. Yeah, there, which would a, hurt a lot, is... and that's child abuse. But at the same time, it's like that's not the worst thing he did. Uh, Dillard, he didn't do anything else. I mean, he killed his wife, but not I mean, within yeah, the story. Yeah, he's already a murderer, so I would be like, well, when he pulled that child's hair, I knew he was a bad man. Like, <laughs> I love the way you said that. <laughs> but like what she's corrupt. saying, you know he's corrupt she as fuck. Thought, oh, he's there a she is. Lead um, she's back. Um, what she's saying is she thought that he wouldn't I, I abuse the child so the fact that he actually now the fact that the child didn't die defense, was just like okay missed i'm surprised by that except for he wants to possess the mother so he can't hurt the child he, he's he's a smart enough abuser to know if he hurts the child he's lost the girl um, in fact i think it makes that very same comment in there as he looked at linda at one point and knew he had he, he had crossed the line yep but anyway, so no, I I, 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 I think but, that the the yanking of that girl's hair, but he he did he missed her arm and caught her hair, um, and so he was forced but he to doubled down, but he doubled down and put her in the in the in the basement, <laughs> locked them nails both in the basement. Hurt. Nails hurt. She's pissed at you. She is. She wants to cuddle with my leg, but she's over there going with her sharp nails that need to be cut. 
So this is me stopping her. She's purring, but she is pissed off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she stopped. Stop. Anyway. Okay. Uh, uh, no, I, I, Dillard was an ass, but what's his name is obviously worse, but I love that the they've general. been turned into the monsters and now, yeah, the general, I love that he's now a monster and he's just like going through life going, Oh fuck, what do I, what am I going to do now? I'm no longer the big bad in the, in the town. Yep. No, I agree. I liked it. I liked, I liked the fact that they got stuck in the bell snickle. I am curious. And I can't decide if I want this to be the case or not. Oh, it's Murphy. I suspect Jesse is going to be reversed. I'm like, I'm going to feel like that's a massive cop out if Jesse is not forever stuck as a bell snickel. Hmm. I don't know. I, I think there's three ways this is going to go. They're going to... Claw, uh, Krampus and Claus are going to end up at an impasse indefinitely because it's kind of a Norse thing for these these gods to always be at each other's throats indefinitely. Um, they're going to kill each other, or they're going to resolve and come up with a way for them to continue working together. I think if yeah, they continue I working together, Jesse gets reverted back. I don't think if they resolve Jesse, I don't think it's reverted back. Well, that's, and I'm hoping not. But at the same time, at the very end of this last chapter, he like asked him two times if it can be reversed. And both times Krampus really didn't give him an answer. And by like writing techniques, that means that the third time we're going to get an answer and that it's going to be that, that somehow, yes, he can be reversed. Um just because you usually don't emphasize that much on a possible yeah. option if you're not potentially going to play that option out. Right. Well, he said, won't you or can't you? And, and yeah. Krampus just flat out refused to answer. And that's what I'm saying is, is it, yeah. it again kept es escalating. Go ahead. And so the ex escalation, go ahead. It's going oh, I keep to think that the sound is cutting out because I'm not looking at the Zoom video. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's not the sound. It's her. <laughs> She's glitching. I'm glitching. <laughs> um, means that the now that we've hit the, he's not said yay or nay either way. It's going to be then that the next time Jesse asks, and or begs for it, it will be that he can do it. It probably has more with the fact that Krampus, technically broke his promise to not turn him mm -hmm. that they have to willingly ask to be turned and mm -hmm. he he didn't he turned him unwillingly um yeah. and so Except that the probably rest of enables them, the uh, chat in the general didn't ask to be turned right that doesn't mean they can't be turned back okay I, I was just clarifying is we we did have others who were not asked. Well, the, the big thing that they, with me is, is Isabel keeps saying, you promised, you promised, you promised you wouldn't do this. Yeah. Um, so I have a feeling since the two um, Shawnee, um, I don't think any of them have been turned will willingly. Three. Vernon wasn't, Vernon wasn't turned willingly. 
there's are there three shawnee there's three shawnee oh okay and then there's vernon because there's maka um oh that's right and then the the twins the yeah weepy and neepy if i'm saying those correctly and i apologize if i'm not saying those correctly but yeah so there's three shawnee there's vernon so and then there's isabel if i remember correctly and i could not the shawnee turned willingly yes because they worshipped mm-hmm. him as a forest god. Right. Vernon did not. Isabel uh, did not. No, Isabel did willingly. She didn't want to die. She regrets. She said she regrets turning, but at the time she willingly did turn. Because okay. she did not want to die. She attempted to kill herself, failed to do so, and realized she didn't want to die. And Vernon makes the same implication that at a certain point he was going to be, he was going to die. He said, because he's the first introduction we get that it's, a, you can will, you basically willingly get is he explained something happened to him. He chose that he didn't want to die. And so he asked Krampus to save him. And okay. this is how Krampus saves them. Um, the first time that we've got any indication that anyone didn't do it willingly is Chet, the general and Jesse. Right, and then and then Isabel's constant reminder that he promised that he wouldn't do it. Yeah, yeah. So I think there's more of a story there. So yeah, or more to the like story I there. Said I can't decide how I feel about that and how I want it to be. You got any thoughts, Sarah? Or are no. you like shopping? No, no, <laughs> no. I don't really care what happens. I mean, I didn't really want Jesse to die. Um. Despite the fact that he's an idiot, like he wasn't a bad dude. So I was kind of hoping that he would manage to not uh, get killed by his stupidity. Didn't really work out, but I guess he's technically still alive. We'll see where that goes. Um, Yeah, I mean, I feel like if he survives to the end of the book, it would probably be reversed. Okay. If I had to guess. But I really don't know who's going to live and who's going to die. This book, uh, yeah, can't really predict it. Okay. Uh, any other thoughts, guys? Nope. I do like that the wolves are still alive. I, I yeah. Was, <laughs> oh like, my I, I didn't God. want them to go the same way as Hugin and Mugen. Munin? I know. Hugin and Munin. Hugin and yeah. Munin. I have stuffed animals of Hugin and Munin up on my shelf and when he ate them i was sad <laughs> you you would like the current book i'm reading kim odin's child yeah i'm sure i would it's really um, thick though so i doubt i'll ever read it and this is just the first one in the trilogy how many pages oh, is it not, 600 600 that's not that bad at all i was gonna say that might be 800 you you read 600 pages in two days and we'll see how not bad it is well, that's a personal choice. I mean, 600 pages is not... Wait, so... Can you hear him? No. No? Okay. Yes. Okay. That's my dog digging at his bed. So I apologize to those that are annoyed by his noises. So is the book 600 now. pages or you just read 600 out of the however many pages there No, are? it's 600 pages. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's, again, not terrible. Except I'm trying to read it in two days. Anyway, yes, 
because my nephew opted for the biggest one first. Okay, focus. I am focused. We're talking about Christmas stuff. <laughs> we absolutely were not. Uh, Christmas stuff. My TBR advent calendar would be Christmas stuff too. Odin. Odin. Norris mythology. You guys mentioned ravens. This has ravens in it because it's we also mentioned Odin's wolves. child. It has wolves too, I think. Have so. you guys seen Violet Night? Mm-mm. No, oh. I've seen promos on it. Of course, I think it just came out. It, where were we? We were someplace. Oh, we were sitting in a bar, and a commercial comes up, and this woman, this older woman, lost her living shit yelling in the bar about how that was so unbelievably inappropriate and no way in hell is that a combination of home alone and whatever it was some uh i'm i'm sorry a bar is an inappropriate place for an adult movie trailer to play no she's talking about making santa claus aggressive (laughs) she was having a religious meltdown and i was rolling it was hilarious i was just like oh my god someone is not getting creative with their christmases yeah come on i was oh it was hilarious fun so i think this woman tried to pick your dad and i up at the bar the other night it (laughs) the same woman the same woman tried to pick up both of us at the same time it was weird she wouldn't shut up she finally left because i refused to look at her <laughs> what was there this was lady who was screaming about the no different woman different oh, woman. Okay. Different woman. oh okay. not <laughs> the same woman oh no 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 the same woman was trying to pick up both your dad and i not the same woman as the was, like, was this no. before or after she was yelling at the television <laughs> no, no no different woman i think someone woman. has their christian values a little mixed up there <laughs> <laughs> no different woman different woman i'm sorry i was unclear but yeah it was it was it, it, we we spent a couple two nights in this bar it was a little weird a little weird there Are you in Boston, vet- man? Yeah, there was a veterinary medicine of some sort convention going on, and people are weird at conventions. That's all I gotta say. Anytime you mention a convention, I just picture Sandman. Then this woman, you want to hear talk about judgment? So she's talking to us, and she goes, "She looks at I'm wearing my Slipknot sweats and a T-shirt, and your dad is wearing jeans and a T-shirt. Right? We're just dressed normal, right?" And she looks at me and she goes, I don't get the impression you're staying here. And we both just kind of look at her and we're like, what do you mean? And she goes, you said you work for the federal government. Cause she had asked me earlier who, you know, who we work for. And we're like, yeah. And she goes, and you're staying here. Cause it, it was a Marriott. And she goes, they must give you a really good discount. <laughs> and your dad goes, Wait. I'm titanium for life. And she just kind of sat there and she goes, I don't know what that means. He goes, that means I've stayed here so much that I get special privileges everywhere I go. 
little bit after that, she paid her bill and left. Was that the lady who was trying to pick you guys up? Yes, the the lady that was trying to pick us up was the one that, by the time we weren't reciprocating her flirting, she was like, I don't think you all are, are good enough to be staying here because you work for the federal government. Okay. But mom, what? you wore sweats out in Boston. I did. I did. I wore sweats on the plane home. And that's fine. <laughs> the bar was in the hotel. It was just coming out of the room, have a couple of drinks and go out. I When we went out, out in Boston, I didn't you, wear sweats. You, I was going to say, you still left your room. I did. In Boston, in sweats. But it was my slipknot sweats. What, it's different. What's, what's the deal there? I, did, I just, I wouldn't wear sweats in public. It's just not no, 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 She's putting a really the... strong emphasis on Boston when I don't know why. sweats. In, in the Northeast, most people don't leave their house and or bedroom, like, dress down you don't no they don't dress down in the no. northeast so i'm yeah. teasing her for the fact that she wore sweats out of her room yeah she might which is why this woman herself. sitting there in yeah in judgment she, yeah. she basically screamed i'm californian by wearing sweats yeah. to the bar in the but in it's the something hotel. i would typically never do it is something she typically never would do but it is like it is pretty taboo the only exception i think is like when you're in your neighborhood like you can go in your neighborhood well, and sweats. Or they wear they well they wear joggers because there were joggers all yeah. over the place. They wear joggers. But that's all not the time. same as sweats. No, no. I would never wear sweats outside my house. Well, except to like grab mail from the mailbox. Right, yeah, right. Yeah. But yeah, I'm driving you know, like a block away, I'm putting jeans on and then I'll change back into Oh, if I was room. leaving the hotel premises, I'd have put I'd address. But we were just going down to the hotel bar. I wasn't I, I, I was just making fun of her for like doing something that was not like a culturally appropriate for the area. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she pointed it out once we weren't interested. So, I know. Yeah, it was weird. But the, the, yeah, everybody we met there was just a little bit on the weird side. I love Boston. Boston's beautiful. (laughs) To our listeners in Boston, that does not mean we just no, no. It's not. It's not a judgment. I love Boston. It was beautiful. I would live there in a heartbeat. All right. Now that we have completely and utterly lost all track of the plot here, you can cut all this out if you want. No, I'm going to keep it. (laughs) They haven't figured it out by now. Well, now they know. But. (laughs) We aren't doing our ratings today because obviously we have not finished the book, so we cannot rate it yet. So our intro and outro music is by Grant Newman and is called The Battle of the Nile from Epidemic Sound. Don't forget to like, rate, and subscribe to Book Pile Banter on Spotify, Amazon Music, iTunes, or whichever platform you listen to your podcasts. We'd love to hear from you on any of our social media platforms, such as Instagram or TikTok. You can find us at book underscore pile underscore banter. You can also support us on bookshop.org. Our link is available via our social media. You can also email us at bookpilebanter at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you.